You are listening to Words from the Brothers, a podcast produced by the Servants of the Word, an international ecumenical brotherhood of men living single for the Lord. You can download this podcast from our website or access it on iTunes or on any other podcasting apps. Hello, this is Stan Mathay again, and I'm giving the last of four meditations for Advent that I've been assigned. Uh, This is Isaiah 40, verses 1 to 11. Let me read this and uh, then comment on it. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries, In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Cry. And I said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, and the breath of the Lord, when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Go on up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good news. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good news. Lift it up, fear not. Say to the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God comes with might, and his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his recompense before him. He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom, and gently lead those that are with young. This passage is the start of the second half of Isaiah, much of which is a prophecy written to Jews who were going to be going into exile, a prophecy to give them hope and encouragement as they read that in their difficult times in exile. It actually has four parts. The first is a call to comfort, to receive the comfort of God. The second is uh, the building of a highway. The third is the endurance and finality of God's promises. And the fourth is, again, Similar to one, comfort in the promises of God's coming, with a focus on the Lord coming with might. So the first part, God comforts his people in the midst of their hardships and disappointments. We won't say a lot about that. Uh, In the second part, we are told to build a highway. And uh, let's focus a little bit on this idea of a highway. It's interesting that it seems to be that both God is building a highway and that we're called to participate in that building. It seems to be a highway for God to come to his people and to glorify his name among the nations. And it's also a highway to bring the exiles home. So a two-way highway. And I want to read Isaiah 35, 8 to 11, that talks more about this highway. This is Isaiah 35, 8 to 10. And a highway shall be there and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall, pass o- shall not pass over it. It shall belong to those who walk on the way. Even if they are fools, they shall not go astray. No lion shall be there, 
nor shall any ravenous beast come upon it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. So it's interesting that the passage seems to imply that we're to contribute to building this highway. And it occurred to me that in some ways, this highway is the church, God's people, the highway on which the Lord now comes to the world and in which we walk um, to the Lord. We are to work to build up the highway. This is one of the reasons the Lord created the sword of the spirit to renew and strengthen and enrich his people to help build this highway. The highway is also our own hearts. The passage calls us to level and to prepare the way for the Lord who is coming to each of us, both now presently and at his return in the day to come. Moving on to the third part, this is a reassurance that God's promises are all true. He will fulfill all his promises to Israel, including the reign of David and the coming of the Messiah and he'll fulfill all his promises to us. And then the final part is a commission to proclaim the good news that God is coming. This is the message of salvation. In the midst of warfare and hardship and disappointment, the Lord is coming to empower his people to proclaim a message of salvation to the world around them. So how can we summarize? We are to prepare for the Lord's coming in the midst of the hardships and disappointments of this age. We know the Lord is faithful. His word is true. He will bring about justice. The proud mountains of the world will be cast down and the humble, poor, needy, marginalized shall be lifted up. We should place our hope in God. He comforts us in our affliction. And we should work to build the highway of God in which the Lord comes to us and the world and on which we and the world come to God. Let us not simply endure, but may we be heralds of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let us prepare the way of the Lord, who is soon to appear to award all those who are patiently waiting for him. Amen. Words from the Brothers was produced by the Servants of the Word, a brotherhood of celibate men that is part of the Sword of the Spirit, an international ecumenical network of covenant communities. For similar and other content, please visit us on www.servantsofthewords.org. If you liked what you listened to, please leave us a review on iTunes or other podcasting apps. Okay.